Hello, friends. I'd like to offer some additional thoughts now on this week's blog, A Letter to Swami Kriyananda. As you saw in reading it or listening to it, this was in honor of Swami Kriyananda's Moksha Day when he left the body on April 21st, 2013, eight years ago. And in honoring him, I, of course, wanted to address the blog towards him, but the thought came, why don't you write a letter to him? Because I always, on some level, I feel that I try to remain in conversation with him as much as I can. And so the letter followed, and I hope you enjoyed it. It was very much from my heart. But people often ask us the question, people who never met Swamiji or uh, who knew him, but only at a distance, how can I better tune in to who Swami Kriyananda was, tune into his consciousness? And I, I'll share some thoughts on that. First of all, Master told Swami that his life was one of intense activity and meditation. And so let's start with the uh, second part of that, with meditation. Swamiji's depth of meditation was something he didn't talk about, but I remember when I was newer on the path and we would be with him at the Christmas meditations, the eight-hour meditations, glancing up at him from time to time, And there he was. He wasn't physically a very imposing person, except for the erectness of his posture. The energy of Kriya was always moving up his spine. But I remember looking at him, and he just wasn't there. There It was like there was a body sitting there, but there was no sense of a personal presence. And it took me a long time to realize what that really meant. And it meant that in meditation, he was able to transcend egoic consciousness and be a part of a universal consciousness. So are we at that point in our meditation? I certainly am not. But nevertheless, I try. I try every day, morning and evening, to the best of my ability to meditate and to do Kriya Yoga. If you haven't yet received Kriya Yoga, please begin the preparation to receive that initiation. It will make a huge difference. And after all, if we want to tune in to Swami Kriyananda, this great soul chose the name Bliss Through Kriya, and that is how we can tune into him more deeply through our Kriya practice. Another aspect that Master said to Swami was intense activity. Now, this doesn't mean we have to to tune into Swami, we have to run around frantically doing this and that. But what it does mean is that we have to find ways to serve. And many of us have jobs in the world. We can't, then people often say, well, I have to support my family. I can't just work in the ashram. And of course, this is true for the majority of us. But nevertheless, to see your work as service, 
to do it with the consciousness that I am serving God in doing this. I'm doing it with honesty and integrity, with concentration and self-offering. All these are aspects of service. And though Swami had the great good karma of writing books based on Master's teachings, of sharing his uh, Master's teachings through lecturing and starting communities, if he had just been digging ditches, it would have been that same thought that I am blessed to be able to serve my guru. And then finally, if we want to tune into Swami better, be a divine friend to all. Every day, think of someone in need that you're aware of and reach out and help them. Make a phone call, write an email, send a text, whatever it may be. But every day, try to be a divine friend to those who are close in your life, your close circle of friends and family, still don't realize that we are serving, see them as aspects of God, of Divine Mother, and in feel, that in feel that in cooking for them, in cleaning for them, in providing them materially, whatever it is, that we are serving God in that form. So to tune into Swamiji, finally, love of the guru that was really i think the most profound aspect of who he was develop devotion for god and guru in all these ways you will be able to feel more deeply within your soul who swami kriyananda was and to draw his blessings in your life <music>